What's up, y'all? This is Worth More Than a Voice Note. A space where two friends discuss their life experiences in the hopes to continue to inspire themselves and others to be silenced no more. Stay tuned. We got something good for you. The dishonesty is all over your breath As you pass it up so cavalry But even that's a test Constantly aware of it all My lonely Pressed against the walls of your world Pray you catch you whispering I pray you catch me listening I pray to catch you whispering. I pray you catch me. I pray to catch you whispering. Pray to catch you whispering. I pray to catch me listening. Praying, praying. I pray you catch me. <laughs> oh, you're still going. Seems to hurt like the smile on your face. When it's only in my memory, it don't hit me quite the same. Maybe it's a cause for concern, but I'm not Henny's. <laughs> keeping my head to the curb. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right, y'all. We're back. You know, after some time, whatever. Little, don't worry about Don't, don't worry about, about what we're <laughs> doing. We said this last time. Don't worry about the fuck no, Don't doing. worry about that. Don't worry about that. But... This is kind of like an extension from the last episode when we was talking about um, societal uh, or cultural trends, trends in pop culture. And um, this one can be a little controversial, controversial. And we're going to do this from like the not perspective of a black man, because we're obviously not black men, but just from like. Like, uh, not saying we're on the side of, of black men at the moment, but the city boys might be at one point. <laughs> <laughs> I think we just, it's, it's subjective. Is that the word? Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're very much on the outside looking in and it's mm-hmm. just. And we're not saying ooh. we're taking sides on either one of these situations or either side of this situation because both people are in the wrong and both of them are they in the wrong or are they just i wouldn't even say they're in the wrong just it's just their truths? yeah they're just living their truth now maybe before they started living their truths like coming out and saying stuff they might have done some stuff in the wrong within their relationship which only they would really know the truth behind that but now they're just really living in their truth well one is trying to well you don't know that well yeah yeah. So, <laughs> truth is subjective. It's subjective. We're we're being objective. Mm-hmm. So, and if you don't know who we talk about by now, then who are we talking about? <laughs> the Megan Thee Stallion and mm. part partisan Fontaine. 
um, I think that reality is different to all of us. So even if what we say seems skewed to someone else, that could very much we could very much still feel that is very much our truth. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. we can't judge. Oh, what's true? What's not true? But in a sense of, let's say I'm saying this happened, and you're saying shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) What if I'm saying this happened, and you're saying this happened? Like one of them, one of those stories has to be true. Like as though, as not, like you're still living your reality, but well, somebody's side has to be true. I think, and that's why I say only those two people know the actual yeah. truth. But like, also, I think like he did. Sorry, I was like, I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> he, it was like he he wasn't like saying that all she had to say was a lie he was just saying you're only telling one part mm-hmm. so there is like consistency but a little bit of it is skewed. but then it's like whether it's exaggeration or yeah. omission yeah so also or for both. the detail when did that when did that come out was that today what, when did it so for those who don't know megan had released a a little short song on november 3rd 2023 called cobra where she was just kind of talking about, you know, how her life has been recently. And, yeah, how she's been dealing with depression from the whole, you know, Tory Lane's pro- um, issue and just overall, you know. And obviously she lost, like, was it both of her parents or just her mom? I think both. Lost her parents so um, and apologized if it was only her mom and maybe she just didn't have a relationship with her dad. I don't know. But... Yeah, lost her mom, and I think it was just a buildup of all of that at the same, or around the same time. So she released that song on November 3rd. And then Party released a song um, November 17th, just called (laughs) The Person, with two E's instead of one, which we all know that Megan Thee Stallion is Megan The, with two E's Mm -hmm. instead of one. So it was pretty much like talking about kind of like a uh his reaction and his response to her song that came out two weeks earlier than his so i'm still in disbelief (laughs) so yeah as for those who aren't very into that obviously they were dating and I want to say it was the last two years because he said in his song, like, for the past two years. So I'm assuming that, like, the relationship was the last two years. They could have been messing around before then, but the last two years is kind of what the public knows about the situation. And in the whole trial with Megan and Tori, it came out that she had messed with some people, which we'll talk about that he discusses in his songs, but messed with some prominent people within the music industry before they got together and that came up during the court case you know trying to go against her character and stuff like that so that's kind of stuff that was brought up within his song and in her song it was just really and obviously this this episode will be kind of more about his response to her um yeah so because it was a it was like a different approach than you would normally get from like a guy in this situation like most guys are gonna drop like a diss track and i wouldn't really say it's a diss diss track Mm -hmm. i think it's just more so him 
telling his truth and his side of the story. <clears throat> Why are you looking at me? Oh, I thought you were about to say something. <laughs> I was. Um, I was just thinking. I think also it just it sounds like a lot because you you're just he- hearing a lot at one point. Mm-hmm. So it's not like bits bits and pieces. Oh, you lied here. Oh, you did this here. At mm-hmm. least with Jada and Will, it was like it's been years between the scandals and whatnot. Yeah. And this was just because they've been together for how long? It was just all at once, and I think also because of the quality of the actions, Mm -hmm. because those whatever actions has just been usually those are actions that people really deem as severe or just like really hurtful. Mm -hmm. It's like damn, all of that. And I think it was also just with all the other drama and tension with the case as well. Like it was just a lot. So, starting off at pretty much like the top of his song. Are we pretty much, well, one thing that we had kind of brought up while we were listening to the song was, like, the how people be, like, brutally honest. And, like, just because you're honest doesn't mean that it has to be brutal. And what Lila was saying, you know, sometimes, like, maybe it comes off as brutal because of, like, what's actually being said is just, like, very truthful and sometimes the truth fucking hurts yeah so it's like true you're just hearing all these things at once and hearing all of this stuff and you think it's brutal but really it's like i'm just speaking my truth and if me speaking my truth makes you feel some type of way then maybe there's something that you did to make you feel as though it was some brutal honesty within that damn that sounds really relatable Wow. <laughs> me. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I I may or may not be. I'm I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. Say what? You think I'm in, you think I'm in my villain era? What is a villain era? I no, don't I, I don't think you're era. in your no, I, I let's say not say villain cuz villain is a really bad connotation. Mm. I think you're really in your era of like standing on what I, what I say yeah like standing on business like if this is how I feel I'm gonna say how I feel and like if it, it makes you feel some type of way then that's really like I'm maybe th- maybe that has nothing to do with what I said it's maybe it's just about like what you did to me that made me feel that way and now that I'm being truthful about how I feel you realize how much you did fuck up or do some shit and now you feel bad about it I'm gonna call it like because now I'm setting you. In your, I'm putting you in your place. A year reflection, yeah. So in a reflection, and then also, I feel like reflecting people back to themselves. Mm-hmm. I feel like a while ago in one episode I talked about how our friends can reflect us back into ourselves, but more so like in the positive sense of you know values, shared values, mm-hmm. shared beliefs, and whatnot. But when you have people who are treating you negative or just inappropriately or wrong, and Usually you just take that all in, but now it's like, no, nah, I'm gonna give it right back. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna make sure that you see you like I see you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like, Bitch. obviously, like, <laughs> so obviously that obviously is like relatable for Leela, but also kind of like how we were talking, like when we were listening to his song, how we were like kind of interpreting it as like. He had not saying that he had taken so much because she probably took a lot of shit from him as well and just put up with it and vice versa for him. 
But since we're speaking from the perspective of his song, like it just seemed as though there was like maybe there was a lot of stuff that was said or done within that relationship that he kind of just was like, oh, you know, okay, whatever. Like, oh, I'll just sweep it under the rug for now. Like, blah, 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 blah. But then when she came out with her part and then he came out with a response to what she said, it was just more so giving like there was so much or there were so many times that I've could have said something mm-hmm. or could have done something, mm-hmm. but I didn't like, because that's just not, mm. I guess where he was at, at that exact point. Mm-hmm. Now he's kind of at the point where it's like, I'm not finna. This is, this is the last hurt that I yeah. take. Like this, is the last straw. Yeah. And the, camel, think- the straw that broke the camel back. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> what was you about to say? I'm not gonna say it. Um, I think also this song has been really interesting. Like we literally just listened to it today, and, and we we had to we, we a replayed times it a whole bunch because times. it was just like wow. And I think also it just brought up a lot of thoughts, whether it's about like double standards between genders, and then also like information or just feelings about like emotional vulnerability mm-hmm. or emotional unavailability. Mm-hmm. So, verse for all, like, so I'll say, like, vulnerability and unavailability as far as, like, within the individual. And then also, like, keeping that in mind as you are then bringing that energy, that capacity into any relationships that you go into. Mm-hmm. Making it so it can negatively affect the relationship. Yeah. And I think that, like, with the whole, like, while we say double standard and, like, that whole kind of unavailability. I think it's because like a lot of times, for instance, like there's so many females or so many like rappers, singers that have like released music speaking about like maybe their significant other at the time. So like, for instance, Beyonce with Jay-Z and Cardi B with Offset, like when they had either albums or songs that was dedicated to their hurt and to their pain and Mm -hmm. to whatever trauma they had from that relationship. Like we was vibing with lemonade. We was vibing with Cardi. Like we was, we was blowing them songs up. So then it's like, but then when it comes to like a guy doing it, it's like, Oh, like he, he a bitch. He sassy. He, like went too far. Yeah, he took it too far. Maybe but it's that, like, I, know, but just I mean, in in a sense, there's yeah, and it's like, what what is too far when you're telling your truth? Like, and why is it that when women do it, like it's like, oh, okay, she's just you know, she's just telling her truth and she's just letting out her emotions. But then like when a guy does it, and not in a, I wouldn't say his song is like disrespectful. In a sense, because there was way there, there was a lot more ways that he could have gone about it and been disrespectful, like when Future be subliminally mm. rapping about Sierra or Russell Wilson, like those are some more on like the disrespectful level, or just when Drake be think, dropping subliminals, like because I feel like theirs comes with like <laughs> this version of like toxicity mm-hmm. and then i don't know i feel like just listening to the words of both of their songs it's just like these people are just really hurt yeah rather than oh and i, I could have had you yeah yeah you, you you thought you was the best girl but i've been with like yeah. it wasn't even like that it was like dang i was trying to be there for you mm-hmm. 
I don't even think it was more of like a, because you know how, like you were saying, a lot of them be like, oh, I could have had you. I could have did this. I could have did that, blah, 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 blah. But it's like, it's more so they're really just saying like how they've been feeling or going through shit for the last two years. Like Mm -mm. really just voicing their emotions and like putting it all on the table. And I, I wouldn't even say that like, what they were both saying like obviously some people could say it as oh what he was saying was hurtful towards Megan or oh what she was saying was hurtful towards him and like in a sense like we just said the brutal honesty like I'm being honest and you might take it as brutal because of how honest I'm being Mm -hmm. but it's like at a part of that it's like if you take it as hurtful then it's like maybe that's a reflection of like damn Maybe I need to go back, look in the mirror, and see what the fuck I've been doing that I've caused this pain for somebody else. And now, as they're voicing it, it makes me feel some type of hurt. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think also people forget that pain can exist on both sides of an issue. So it's not that only one of them can be in pain or mm-hmm. in any situation i feel like this just is applicable to a lot of situations whether it's like relationship friendships social media off the media celebrities other like it's just i feel like it just brings up a lot of information for just like our regular smeggler everyday lives and pain can exist for everyone and just because you're hurting doesn't mean the other person has necessarily done you wrong mm-hmm. sometimes people don't have the capacity to treat you better yeah and that's just where they are in that moment. And sometimes it's not intentional. They just do it because of, like, when you know better, you, you do better. Mm-hmm. When you're ignorant of it and when you are, like, you don't understand how people's feelings work or how your own feelings work, then how do you then, like, manage them well? Mm-hmm. Like, that's hard. That's, like, unrealistic to ask someone, like, oh, you don't know how to identify or express your feelings, so why would I expect for you to help me with mine? Like, you you don't even know what you're doing. Facts. (laughs) Now Leela flicking up, flicking out, damn. Flicking off. Random. Yeah. Um, But yeah, (coughs) but then just like... (laughs) Let me call real quick. (coughs) Okay. (laughs) but then having like what Lila was saying is like it's like you want to have that healthy relationship when you can express your emotions emotions and all of that Mm -hmm. but then it's like like you were just saying if I don't know how to properly express mine Mm -hmm. and you don't know how to properly express yours like there's going to be some type of disconnect and like another thing that we had talked about which we'll probably talk about later in this episode was just like a lot of times when you're reacting off of emotion mm-hmm. or you're making these impulsive decisions or these rash decisions because of your emotions, it's like sometimes because you don't have that emotional intelligence, that availability, that vulnerability with that other person to like be able to express it. I'm saying how I feel. Let's try to work towards it. It's just I say how I feel. Now you mad and blah, 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 blah. And now we out here doing crazy shit. Mm-hmm. Like. Let's just run it from the top. All right. Because we, we, we went bar by bar, verse by verse. Fact. Chorus by chorus. Mm-mm-mm. Hypocrisy. Empathy. <laughs> I 
Why are you sounding like a damn preacher? Read off our notes. You know what it's like to experience backlash, Mm -hmm. negativity, people talking down on you. And now it's like you're a part of the problem. Like now you're contributing to it. Because it's like, and with that, it was pretty much saying that like, when the whole situation came out with like Tori and Megan, like she was getting a lot of backlash about like, oh, is she telling the truth? And then her whole, you know, lifestyle came out with like who she was messing with before party and before Tori and blah, 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 blah. And like everybody was just kind of like dragging her name in a sense. But now it's like when based off of what party's saying, let's say that because we don't truly know, but based off of what he's saying is like through that whole period with the trial and the case and all that stuff. And even before that, he was kind of like holding her down, not holding her down like financially, but like just being that person that if she was going through something, he was there. So it's like when everybody else was talking shit about you, I was there. But now that like it's kind of, you know, yeah, now it's got a little sticky. Now the trial's over you know whatever whatever and like it's not really a main topic now it's kind of like oh let me let me throw dirt on you but you was here the whole time trying to like help me through the situation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some of the stuff just speak for us <clears throat> this also, I think, is bringing up comments about uh, the sassy man apocalypse. Mm-hmm. What? I know, we, like, we talked a little bit about... Briefly, yeah. But, like, what is the definition? Like, what I, is that? I feel like there's no set definition. I feel like everybody has their own perspective, opinion, view on, like, what a sassy man is mm-hmm. i feel like general theme yeah i feel like some people feel it's like oh he's sassy when he expresses his emotions which like we That's want we want somebody <laughs> to express their emotions like now obviously there's different ways to express your emotions like but each person has a different way of expressing it so it's like if he's the type of person that like from trauma that he's been through and he might cry when he's expressing his emotions like that doesn't make him sassy like it does not she said does not does not does not doesn't any other combination of the word <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah like it does not make them sassy it just it's like there's like a a thin line that people teeter back and forth upon it's like when it's somebody that like oh you fuck with and they like attractive or this or that and they express their emotions like, like oh my god he expresses emotions like uh. but if it's somebody like a random ass person you'd be like oh he's sassy like because he why is he doing that why is he like why is he crying why is he doing this like i feel like it's it's different when you're like directly dealing with it and you're when you're indirectly dealing with it and mm. even when you are directly dealing with it i feel like there's women and I can say, like, obviously because we're women, but from, like, a black woman perspective, there's women out there who are, like, who don't have the emotional intelligence themselves to be able to comprehend and understand when a man is being vulnerable. And because of that, it's like, oh, he's sassy. 
or maybe you just lack emotional intelligence. So because you're lacking in that aspect and he's not, you consider it sassy because. For whatever reason. Yeah. I think it kind of just makes me think about people who like speak too soon because like it's very easy to initially say, oh, they're emotional or whatever. But then in the same time, you're like, why don't they tell me how they feel Mm -hmm. and you know, give me all this validation and reassurance. You cannot have both at the same time. That mm-hmm. you cannot have both at the same time. You can't want someone to be open and vulnerable with you, but then you pick and choose and you you filter when. what and how. Yeah, what, how, and when they present that to you. No. <laughs> That's not how it works. Because <laughs> it's like, oh, you want me to be you want me to be emotionally intelligent when you need reassurance. But yeah. for instance, when I need re- like, let's say I'm, I'm a guy in this aspect and I'm giving you the reassurance you need as a woman. Like, you know, I'm a stick there. I'm beside you. I'm like, it's me and you to the end. But when I need that reassurance, then it's like, why the fuck is you asking me for that? Mm-hmm. Why are you why are you trying to be like that? Like. You should know. Mm. And it's kind of like that. I want to say it's like, I mean, I guess you could say it's sexist in a way. But, like, it's just why do we get to, and I guess that's kind of like that feminine versus masculine energy as well. Yes, but also I think that that's something just that people may struggle with in general. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, as far as the whole emotional intelligence and peace so rather than like yes there is a complex of um the man and the stereotype of the man and the provider protector whatever and then the stereotype of the nurturing woman Mm -hmm. like i think that that is like a a complex like an aspect of it but i think also just in general us being emotional beings we have a hard time just dealing with ourselves and dealing with whatever's going on within ourselves and then with that added layer is sometimes I think which makes what makes it get to like a little more difficult mm-hmm. rather than it just being solely men do this, women do this. Mm-hmm. Cause I think you can do the same thing in friendships. Cause there's <laughs> a great, there's relatable. a gray area. <laughs> Cause we've, we've heard, we've come into contact with different people who've had friendships where one friend is constantly relying on the other friend, you know, calling them for help, getting advice for them, but they're never showing up for, for the other person it's like the so strong similar, friend can't always be the strong yeah. friend so similar dynamic not just in like romantic relationships as well yeah whether it's with your family or other platonic relationships mm-hmm. i think that's why it's like that's why they say like gender roles are kind of like not completely fading but like we're not in the fucking 60s 50s 1800s mm-hmm. no more we're like Women have to do this. Men have to do that. Like, obviously, there's a conversation that's had within each household of, like, I'm the wife, you're the husband, and we came to a decision prior to getting married mm-hmm. that, like, what our roles were in this relationship. Mm-hmm. But at the like end of the day... for us. Yes. At the end of the day, even though you might be the provider, I still expect you to be able to be emotionally vulnerable to me. Mm-hmm. Just because you are the, supposed to be the strong one, the man, the provider, protector, whatever, that doesn't mean that you can't break down at some point and I have to protect you or I have to do something for you. Like, mm. because it's it's how they always be like, oh, I want a 50-50 relationship, which, okay, cool. But it's not always going to be 
And it might not always be, oh, he's 70 and I'm 30 because one day he might be slacking and I'm 70 and he's 30. But it's just because you've came to that realization that had that conversation with your person that like it's not always going to be fucking what is it roses and and whatever buttercups sugar and honey whatever the fuck it is it's not always going to be a fucking walk in the park it's not always going to be a walk in the park sometimes we're going to go through the fucking trenches (laughs) bitch we at war (laughs) we in the mood we is fighting fighting for my life like like tamar braxton said only in love and war what (laughs) (laughs) no war make love not war peace not literal war (laughs) (laughs) i'm not talking literal war but just like there's yeah there's just that Mm -mm. that double standard that the yeah it's just Mm, (laughs) something i just thought about that i haven't completely processed it in my head because i just thought about it literally but so you just said there's the idea of like having the man, the husband, whatever the male being the strong, not oh yeah, the strong, the strong one, strong one. Uh-huh. But then also like, you know how there's like the black woman, like the strong black woman narrative, mm-hmm. like the independent black woman and or just the one that that can bear it all that no matter how hard, how tough, mm-hmm. how far it goes, even at some point she's, she's going to come break. through. And then I'm just thinking to myself about how. How those two, let's just say two, those two roles, how those two roles exist together in one. Yeah. Not saying like a that strong- everybody does that, but for those women who may, I'm not no motherfucking strong black woman. I mean, I have strength, but <laughs> it's like, I'm not it's like to a say that. But yeah. <laughs> and to an extent, yeah. we, we are independent black women. But at the end of the day, like I will break down that wall of having that, oh, I'm the independent, I'm this, I'm mm-hmm. that. When I feel as though I'm in a space where I can rely on that person mm-hmm. and feel safe and vulnerable with that person mm-hmm. for me to t- let them take on that role yeah. as my protector and my provider. It's like, I can do bad all by myself, but do I, I, I want to all the to. time. Like, or I, like, I know I don't yeah. have to. And I don't know. That's just a... But I, I, I do... Hmm. I do wonder, like, how you were saying, like, how the strong black woman who is the ideal strong black woman and this, I don't want to say alpha male, but pretty much an alpha male, mm-hmm. how those two coexist because they're both coming in strong-headed. Yeah. But then also, I will say, though, on the contrary, the strong black woman, that isn't something that, that women have put on themselves. Mm-hmm. That is, like, something that was given to them. They were mm-hmm. constantly given the burden of excessive labor. Black women have been taking care of this nation since the beginning. And we is the least since respected, the least respected, <laughs> like, least protected group in America. In the world. <laughs> Fuck America in the world. The, that's what the saying said. But it's just like, so so when you look at that dynamic, like you said, two strong people coming. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, like, this for the woman that narrative was pushed on her. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we look at within our own community. And sometimes I feel like, whether it's within the black community or just other places, I feel like sometimes we we perpetrate ideals that we then complain about. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people always talking about some women don't want no man, women don't da 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 Okay, well, if you treated women better, then they wouldn't have to act like they were all big and bad. Mm. So it's like you're you're causing the problem, then complaining about the problem, choosing to do nothing, but nothing about the do, problem. Yeah, not trying to fix the problem. And then now we over here. Now you talking shit. Woe is me, and 
you and calling you all out your name when it started with you. Like how we we cannot. There's only so much that you can fix. Like mm-hmm. you can fix you and how you interact with the world, but you're if you're still stuck in the same cycle where nothing is changing, where the people around you are changing, then you gonna be by yourself. Facts. Like <laughs> like how can you exist in a community? Where everyone else is thinking differently than you, mm-hmm. than you as one person, whether that's within your family, look at your whole family, your parents, your brothers, your sisters, your aunts, your uncles, your cousins, all them. Oh, you gotta be a strong black woman, but 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 don't don't complain. Oh oh complain. oh, you gotta be a strong black woman, but when this strong black man come along, you gotta submit yeah, and you gotta be, do this. Strong, it's like, but, but you don't put feel all bad these, about nobody. Yeah, it's like you put all of these. Mm-mm. expectations and, and <laughs> all this stuff that we're supposed to be doing but then you want us to be meek and mild. soft and not soft like oh my god like you a bitch but just like soft in the fact of like nurturing and mm-hmm. and you know like i'm here to serve you yeah <laughs> and i will say like i feel like even with that strong black woman and that alpha male, I feel like if she really feels like similar to what I was saying, if she really feels that like he can protect and provide and do all of that, then I feel like that hard outer shell of that strong black woman might come down. It can. But I think it's just like it depends on how ingrained it is in her. I think it can. But also it's like it's it's also something that she will have to do within herself regardless of who she's with or mm-hmm. if she has somebody who is providing safety and security. Because no matter how much you tell somebody that you're there for them, that you care for them, no matter how many times you show up, no matter how many times you be answering their messages, how many times you never talk down about them to their faces behind their back, they still within themselves have to heal and believe believe their worth, see their worth for themselves. Mm-hmm. You can tell somebody, oh, I think you're beautiful. I think you're you're so great. You're so amazing. And that person will look in the mirror and not believe it. None of it. Like you cannot change how people's brains work or how they see themselves. They have to acknowledge that for themselves. And that's not to say that we can't help people or support people. But at the end of the day, the choice has to be theirs. Mm-hmm. Whether it comes to like for relationships or emotions, but even going down to like things as far as like addiction, mm-hmm. you can provide help to somebody, taking them to rehab, taking them to every therapy appointment, dumping out all the liquor in the house. You can do all of that, but it's still up to them to make that decision mm-hmm. to not drink and for them to do it for them, not for them to do it for nobody else. Mm-hmm. No one can change for you. They have to change for themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's what we were like. That was kind of like a topic that came up within the song is how... He was saying, like, he was there and doing this and, like, trying to help and blah, 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 like, having that empathy towards her. But, like, if she doesn't feel as though she's in a bad mental space or deserving of it or, like, if she doesn't feel that or she doesn't know that within herself, like, all that stuff you're doing is... It won't matter. Not that it won't matter. It's it's like surface level mattering, though. It's not getting deep inside her yeah. spirit to be like damn this man is saying all of this stuff and oh let me just you know but like if she doesn't know that for herself within then like it it's surface level mm. like you might think you're really doing something but it could be surface level because she has not processed that herself mm-hmm. like so that was yeah. one of the things that we thought had came yeah. up I think- 
with that, I think sometimes we do ourselves a disservice when we're trying to save people. Um, sometimes we like we can't. <laughs> we have to let it go, and sometimes you have to let people fall. It's not because you're not there to help them, but they got to feel the hurt themselves. You can't keep blocking them from hitting the floor. Mm-hmm. Let them fall. They got carpet. What did they say? Pick yourself up and try again. Mm-mm. At first, you don't succeed. Mm-mm. But no, for real. Like, you just got to, at some point, they're, at some point, they're going to realize that they don't want to fall again, and they're going to keep pushing. Yeah. A lot of times you hear that, pe- that saying, they're like, um, like once people hit rock bottom, mm-hmm. they can't hit rock bottom. If they if already did. Well, if you're already always there. Yeah. Like stopping them. Mm-hmm. Or even then, like when you're stopping them, it's, it's just temporary. Yeah. Because as soon as you walk out the door, go back to your house. Now that where they at? Struggle. <laughs> That's not funny, Lila. Mm. But no, and then um, another thing we were talking about that kind of ties on to like the whole emotions, whatever you want to call it, is that a lot of the times or in this song, they've been together for two years. And he was saying that like a lot of the stuff that she was bringing up was just kind of like the bad news or the bad things that happened. And me and Lila were saying like, this is kind of well not kind of but it's relatable in the real world because you could be in a situation relationship friendship whatever and you're only bringing up the bad that came out of it Mm -hmm. you've been with this person for two three years and you're only talking about the bad and sometimes the bad really does cloud the judgment or not cloud the judgment but cloud all of the good things that happen Mm -hmm. like if it ended super bad very true like it can it can cloud the things but in the back of your mind like you know that there was good things that happened Mm -hmm. in that relationship you know that there's positive takeaways even if the only good thing is that you learned what not to accept that's still something good that came out of that situation Mm. so we were kind of just saying like when telling your truth it's like obviously these are songs where it's not i'm not gonna say diss songs but these are songs where like conflicting yeah it's like i'm trying to think of another word other than this it's just like opposing narratives yeah it's like i'm trying to tell my truth but within telling my truth i'm only telling the bad parts about it i'm not saying the good stuff because i wanted to make you look bad i wanted to make it look like you did nothing for me you did nothing in those moments where i felt low and dark and blah 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 Mm -hmm. like you did nothing for that and I think, like, in his aspect, for his, he's like, I'm not saying it was all good, but what I am going to say is that don't make it seem like I wasn't there when you were going through something. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, like we just said, it's surface level if he was there or not, because if she, in her mind, feels like she's still alone, mm-hmm. she's still battling it by herself, like maybe that is her yeah and maybe that is her truth is that oh he might have been there holding me when I was down and out or whatever but because she was going through so much mentally like she might not even have processed the fact that he was actually truly there for her I think this also reminds me about 
when people don't truly forgive. Mm-hmm. Like when you said people are kind of just always focused on the negative, and then you always hear those, hear those stories about how sometimes people take emotional moments and turn against other people mm-hmm. or how they just constantly bring up things from the past. And that isn't always done, I think, just... Like people aren't just saying that just to say that all the times. It's because like a part of them is still hurt. Mm-hmm. And I think when those big conflicts like that happen in relationships and then y'all still decide to stay together, then you need to make the conscious choice to actually forgive and choose that person. Because if you're constantly bringing it back up, mm-hmm. bro, why are you with them? If yeah. I, if I am constantly if you cheated on me, questioning and- where you are, what you're doing, but you, I don't need to be with you. I'm sorry. Like, and there's like, there's like another, not, not Megan and party, but like, I watch a lot of reality TV mm-hmm. and I'll be watching like, um, basketball wives like Orlando mm-hmm. and, the LA version and one of the girls on basketball basketball wives um LA she has been I don't I don't know how long she said her and her husband had been married but at some point within their marriage he had cheated and you know did this did that whatever so now she's in the mindset or she's in this routine of like when he's gone out she's checking cameras when he's gone out she's like checking to see like if his if his you know thing his testicles is is heavier or lighter than when he left out to see if like he the fool to be done her do it (laughs) what I was like, in my mind, I was like, if you have to do all that and you at some point had to hire, like, somebody to, you gotta like. Hide your balls. Huh? <laughs> you gotta hide your balls. Not hide your balls. But, like, what? you just had somebody. Ooh, ooh, ooh. This is for real. I'm so serious. I will show you the episode. I but I don't know if it, I don't know if it's from that episode, but I saw somebody that, like, posted. They was like, oh, you think if you're worried about your man, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever, like, check the check it. And I said, what? Yeah, they say that like, but then it's also I, 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 I check it one time and then it's gonna be gone. But then the only I'm, thing, <laughs> <laughs> but then you also have to think like when it comes to like a man's stuff or whatever, genitalia. Like, yeah, a man's genit <laughs> a man's genitalia. Go if heads. it's cold, if it's cold, they shrinking it. If it's hot, they they dropping because. They trying to get away from the body, trying to get away from the heat. So it's mm, like science. Yes. <laughs> so if it's hot outside, and oh, you oh left when gosh. you left out the house, your 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 uh, genitalia and your your testicles were higher up, and now they're you've they've dropped. Like, <laughs> and now they've dropped. Like, oh and, but that's what I'm just saying. Like, if you have to do all of that. Then why are you in that? Because you you didn't forget you didn't forgive. Mm, so that's the question. Why are you really in that? For looks, for a time. I was saying that it seems as though you're in it because he Just is the breadwinner. Let me tell y'all something that I heard last year, and it's been sticking with me. <clears throat> Stop holding on to things just because of what they were. Mm-hmm. Stop. Holding on to things, to people, to places, just because of what they were. Stop holding on (laughs) to things. Stop holding on to people just because of who you thought they were. 
or the potential that you yes, think who you they thought have. they could be. That was leads me to another statement. My good friend Andrea told me about if you cannot accept somebody for who they are right at this very in their moment, current state. Mm-mm. Let it go. And that's not to say that it won't ever come back to you or that it won't come back around. But there is only so much potential that you can go off of. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like an example, like maybe you're dating someone who's in who's in school mm-hmm. and they're they're actively in school progressing and they're going to graduate and they'll be working in their in their field. Mm-hmm. OK, that's, you know, and he's not maybe they're not yet in that career field, but, you know, that's where they're going. That, mm-hmm. That's a different type of potential rather than, oh, well, I know he needs to heal and he need to get his driver's license and uh, 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 his <laughs> and you know he his got, job he got like, this this baby mama job yeah, and like blah, that's, say, blah, say, blah. that's too much yeah it's it's yeah and, for, and also not just for like like from a woman's perspective for men also like there is only so much potential that you can oh i know she don't really like kids right now but but you know maybe in five ten years you cannot she'll make have her do own they don't want to do and that's why a lot of these kids jacked up now because y'all, y'all be having kids with people who don't really want to have kids. Then y'all kids all jacked up emotional and hurting people and all that other stuff. Lila, are you, are you um, <laughs> passionate about that? Like, why? Kids do not fix relationships at all. They do not fix. People be uh, thinking, oh, let me pop a baby stands, out. It's going to make him stay. Boyfriend, girlfriends, fiancés, marriages. I don't know who told y'all that. Who told who who where did the, I mean I feel like where it came from was back in the day when women literally had to depend on men like where like for example like when we say that also back in the day like if you don't know like what there was a time where women could not have like bank accounts like everything had to Jobs. be done through like a man through a man so that creates the whole ideology of women being dependent on man and then of course as time has gone on that has just changed and altered just throughout time. So there probably were occasions where people got pregnant because they were trying to secure their security. Mm-hmm. And maybe in some situations, like, you know, when you have arranged marriages or whatnot, like people mm-hmm. grow to love each other. But mm-mm. you got to be careful. Dad. Don't, I'm, I, I don't recommend. At all. Not at all. Mm-mm. But I think some people just really be... Like, especially careless, selfish. Yes, careless. But I feel like there's such a norm now that people be like, when it comes, especially like women who have children. And a lot of times, like some men will be like, oh, I don't want no, I don't want a woman that has kids already. I don't, I don't Mm, want to, I don't want to be no stepdaddy. I don't want to have to deal with that. And And there's women that feel that way too. Like, oh, I don't want to be with a guy that has kids already. So some people feel as though, well, let me stay with this person, try to work it out with this person because I might not find somebody else. Mm-hmm. that is accepting of me and my child yeah and there's nothing wrong with that but i think you just have to be realistic with yourself like you want your your child to grow up in a household where yeah. the parents don't even love each other yeah. you're just there because y'all had sex mm-hmm. and y'all produced this child and it's like y'all could of course like you can try to to better situation try to rekindle or whatever but there's going to be a certain point where you just may need to cut your losses and I would rather be alone to be with somebody I don't fucking like. <laughs> Bitch, I can't stand you. To look at you every day and know I Your don't face like you makes me want to. 
I'm disgusted. I'm about to say, to be disgusted. Your soul? To live with someone that disgusts you? My God. Your soul is disgusting. Oh, my goodness. That right there. Child, I don't know if y'all listen to that song. He said, he said, what did he say? He said, beautiful. He said, beautiful girl, but your soul is disgusting. That, that hurt me. Please. Please. Is my soul disgusting? No, no. It, it can't be. <laughs> it can't be. No. It can't be. She a little no. wild, but she is not disgusting. Dis- oh my. Disgusting? Damn. That's, that's. Mm. But that's, then we were, we, we were saying, that's we were saying that like. Some of the stuff that he might have been saying or some of the stuff that she might have been saying is because, like, if they didn't heal from, like, traumas before and, like, hurt people, hurt people. Right, right. And how, like, the, um, what's the word? Like, you and how we were saying that she might not view or see that, like, he's loving her. Because in the song, he was like, I tried to show you what love, like, you told me you never had love. I tried to show mm -hmm. you what it was. And... A lot of times if you've been hurt and you did not heal from that trauma or any of that, you're pushing away people mm-hmm. who are truly trying Definitely. to love you. And sometimes I think you don't even know it. And also... Until after the fact. Yeah. Until you like just become like more reflective within yourself. Then also I think also acknowledging that it's not just direct trauma. So it may not be like a past relationship that you've been in, but maybe it's like you witnessing your parents, you witnessing mm-hmm. something in your family, you growing up in whatever type of family dynamic or household that you grew up in and seeing how that goes, that creates trauma as well. If it's like a negative or, or toxic, unhealthy situation. Mm-hmm. And we learn from the people around us. We learn how to love from the people around us, whatever that love looks like. Not all love looks good and feels good. Love can be very hard. It doesn't Tough have love. to be, but I when I like people don't always show their love in the most respectful and kind ways because they don't know how because and, they never saw it. Yeah. So they're having to just figure it out on their own or they're having to learn it from social media or they have to learn it from all these songs that who what what are they even talking about sometimes? Yeah. And and you're just having to try as you go. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it just makes it hard i think because i think also in general then like even like individual experience seeing from your family then also i think sometimes like hearing stories like sometimes like in my profession we call it like secondary trauma or like vicarious trauma Mm-hmm. so like as a worker social worker counselor therapist whatever like hearing people talk about what's happened to them can sometimes be so heavy seeing what happens to other people even if you're not related to them even if it's the first day that you met them it can just impact you mm-hmm. so even like us just sitting here existing seeing what things are happening to people we don't even know it can create a fear in us because we're afraid to, to afraid to get hurt yeah vulnerability is not easy because mm-hmm. then it's like sometimes and I was talking to an ex-friend <laughs> <laughs> uh, ex-associate um, just about like how you were saying I lost my whole train of thought because I was trying to figure out what to call the person <laughs> <laughs> just remind, remember who the person was and then I know what the, then the situation who, what come was back the last thing you. you said I'm so sorry fuck <laughs> <laughs> just that oh hurt people hurt people okay <laughs> so i think what i was gonna say is oh the vulnerability the, vulner- the vulnerability yeah, yeah, part yeah. and being vulnerable with somebody 
I was talking to somebody who, just for reference, was a, a black male. And he was just trying to say that, like, a lot of the times when you're vulnerable because you're hurt and you're you hurt people, mm-hmm. you take somebody I could be vulnerable to you and open up to you about this. Mm-hmm. And then in return, we might get into an argument oh, yeah. weeks from now. And now you've taken that moment of vulnerability and used it against and weaponized me. it and weaponized and if you do it that, you a sorry me. motherfucker. Oh, my God. <laughs> And and he was he was saying that because he felt as though like a lot of the times. Who can I run to? I'm looking for a new boo. <laughs> he was he was saying that because he felt like a lot of the times, like and obviously he was talking to a black woman, aka myself, and he's a black male. Um, he was saying that like he felt like black women want us to open up, or women just want men to open up, but then it's weaponized against them, so then it makes them less vulnerable. But then it's also just realizing, like, who you're opening up to and making sure that, like, that's a safe place, safe person, safe environment to be vulnerable, to be yourself, to be open, to be emotional, all of that. Mm-hmm. And that the person that you're opening up to is somebody that, I ain't saying they got to be completely healed, but somebody that is at least healed to the point where I'm not going to use this sad moment that you were going through a week ago as a weapon mm-hmm. when we argue. Yeah. I think also remembering um, that healing isn't just one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not linear. <clears throat> yeah, not linear. And I think also it's not like, bing, you're here. You have arrived. Like final destination. It's like it's a lifelong continuous thing. Mm-hmm. And also I think... When you look at the world that we're living in, especially with the state of the world right now and all the news and it's ghetto. the conflict and just things that are happening internationally and just all over the world domestically as well, like there is always something happening in our communities that we are having to heal from. So to, to think that we can just achieve healing and, you know, that's it, we've made it, I think it is unrealistic, unrealistic. Because a lot of things affect us even in ways that we may not realize. Mm-hmm. I kind of went on a tangent. I lost where I was going from. But okay. <laughs> it's not uh, just one thing. Like, so you're always going to be in the process because you're talking about how, um, like, looking for someone who is who has, like, begun, like, their healing journey. Mm-hmm. And I think also don't be afraid of, like, oh, am I healed enough to do this? And I think a lot of times, even if you're, like, per- a person you're gonna who... you're going to keep healing throughout yeah. the situation. And I think... Like, even if you're a person who, I feel like there's a lot of people who are like, like, I want to date, I want to be finding people, but I feel like I need to work on me. Mm-hmm. There, you'll hear that a lot, like, oh, you need to work on you before you start messing with somebody else. And that is... It's convoluted. It's misleading. It's because, yeah, you can do some work on yourself, but you can also do some work with somebody else, too. And I think also, there's some things that we can't work on by ourselves, like I can't say that or I like like if I have like trust issues, if I have a hard time, you know, opening up and expressing my feelings to someone. That's I how I'm gonna do that to myself. Yeah. I'm gonna open up I mean, to like myself can, in the mirror. I can talk to myself and, and within myself, but like as far as when it comes to me telling mm-hmm. that to someone else. Yeah. And it's like you can tell it to a therapist or you can do that type of healing in a in that type of setting with a therapist or whatever. Dealing with your traumas that have caused the trust issues. Mm-hmm. But you have to apply it 
to real life situations yeah. like like this is an experiment it's like whenever you know in science we had we're the, we're yeah. the guinea pigs i'm a fucking guinea pig and the government is controlling no, i'm just playing let me shut up for my fbi agent <laughs> try to beat me up <laughs> but no it's like <laughs> <laughs> you gotta put it into practice that's what you're saying it's like when people try to learn how to drive just by watching a video, yeah, and then they think that they can drive a baby, car automatically. Then once you getting out of it, you did you have when y'all was in school? Sorry, this is a little random, off topic, kind of. But y'all, did y'all have like drivers a and y'all had like the little fake cars in a room? No. Okay, so we had like the thing. Imagine like where you go to like Dave and Buster's or arcade or whatever. Uh-huh. You got the little Mario Kart game, right? Uh-huh. There's like individual this is how my school is you had individual each person had it was maybe like 20 of those like little steering wheels yes with brake pads gas pedals blah 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 but there was there wasn't like one individual screen for each person everybody's looking at the big the same screen, screen on the front Were and it's like at the same time or was like it's not that you're actually driving driving but it's like you're supposed to like go based off of the the screen oh. so like if the screen if let's say we're at a stop sign right so everybody should be coming to break mm-hmm. okay so it's like kind of everybody's doing the same thing but not all the actions are actually affecting the car yeah and you should be breaking but like if you're let's say your car didn't break or you like mm-hmm, it'll it'll your car will register that and it'll take oh. points off or whatever uh-huh, okay. so we had stuff like that no, we had, I don't know if everybody else had it, but had that shit was a lot different than going and getting yeah. actually behind the wheel we had, and driving. You know, when they have like the double wheel, like the double steering wheel. So the teacher, the instructor, we has didn't a have wheel. a double steering wheel, but we yeah, had the, had the teacher day. had brakes on their side. Mm-mm, she had steering wheel. And one time, I think she had steering wheel. Like she like, like took me off the road a little bit. Uh-huh. Cause like, you know, if you just get off the road, come back on. So we had to do uh-huh. that. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. I had a parallel pop. Mm. for the first time in richmond i didn't know what the fuck i was doing <laughs> and she was like all right she was like i'm not this is not part of the test i just wanted to see if you could do it she was over there pushing the brakes for me i said baby this is too much Mm-mm. this is too much but yeah okay i just Ooh. i just wanted to know if, <clears throat> if my school was the only one that did that shit Mm-mm. well with that being said also well not with that being said but just bring it back you gotta put it into practice mm-hmm so give it a try. You don't know until you try. You don't know until you ask. And, mm-hmm. you know, did I tell you? Oh, yeah, I did tell you that. So I came across this post. Um, Well, it's like this um page. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Take a deep breath. This, this uh, I think she's like a dating coach on Instagram. I think her page is called A Little Nudge. So she works with people like as a, most of them seem to be like, we're adults, but they seem to be like, grown adults like people mm-hmm. who may be like divorced or whatever, whatever. yeah like divorced they have kids like whatever um but she just talks a lot about like she gives them like a lot of examples on how to engage in communication because sometimes people just get real freaked out real nervous i'm one of them i'm i, I just struggle i just get really Layla will text and me just overthink <laughs> and Lila Lila will I be like what it. should what should i say in this like, how should I respond? And it'll be a question like, 
hey no <laughs> no listen yes it do sometimes they'll be like Don't they'll be like <laughs> like that wait a minute i mean sometimes i'll be if, it, if it's somebody that like i really like sometimes i'll be like okay how should i approach it but i think also because of that it's not it's not like the how do i respond to the hate it's like considering all the interactions that we've had mm-hmm. considering like how i feel about the situation how i may feel about you not as far as like, oh, I might catch your feelings, but just like in general, you have feelings about people, like whether you want to get to know them, whether you're interested, whether you're like turned off. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I feel like I, in my entire life, not just with dating, I have problems sometimes with trying to do too much at once mm-hmm. or, and it's not always actions, but it's just like, I try to think about too many things at once and I try to base like my, my active, current, present response on all That's those future things. future shit. Yeah. On non-existent <laughs> Shit. Or things that haven't even happened things that may not happen things that i'm making up things that i have a fear of happening and the definition of overthinking yeah that's me <laughs> and i'm gonna stick Period. beside me Look, that's me all right and because i don't think it's bad to always overthink okay you gotta it's a, it's a strategy as long as it. it's not like controlling your life yeah yeah i don't do that do it no <laughs> <laughs> it's the pause to look like this. look it's, it depends on the day but uh, it's okay so yeah i it, you have to take off things bit, bite by bite somebody told me that this week you gotta take off things bite by bite and they told me that like when you're thinking about your end goal basically and i'm paraphrasing but when you're talking or thinking about your end goal whatever that is there are a lot of different routes to get you to where you need to go and sometimes we look at the ideal one, like in a perfect world, this will be a, our ideal route. But with whatever I currently have going on, I can't do my ideal route. However, I can still do one route that's still going to get me to that end goal. But I don't choose just that. This might be a little treacherous. It, yeah. <laughs> or just like it just it may not seem as glamorous mm-hmm. or it may not seem as fun. Um, may not seem as, as easy. Mm-hmm. Well, like you said, treacherous, but not super treacherous, treacherous. So it's just like both of those things can still get me to that end goal, mm-hmm. whether it's like making sure I have breakfast every day, making sure I am socializing, making sure I'm do- like whatever. It's just like open myself up to more opportunities and just being willing to try, take chance, send the message, mm-hmm. block them, cuss them out. I ain't cuss nobody out. I have not. Um, I'm just saying that as an example, if if, if that's something y'all want to do. Um, not if that's something, you know, y'all apply for do. the job, don't apply for the job, quit the job. Mm-hmm. cut your hair dye your hair mm-hmm. get the tacos you know what i'm saying like anything you know how i am because i i've chopped the fuck, fuck out my ball. hair about two weeks ago yeah well. but um yeah so who mm. that was that mm. and then um mm-hmm. uh, look over here still singing fucking beyonce um another thing he was talking about or like a metaphor that he was saying was like when a snake sheds its skin, it has only changed on the outside and you have emotional, emotional hurdles that change. The change you need is internal. Mm. Before that line, he said also your, (laughs) he said your foundation is off. But he did it like as far as like he was talking about makeup, like, oh, you spend all this time. You spend four doing hours your makeup. on makeup, no blemishes. Yeah, so your, but your foundation good, is off. Honestly, your foundation is off. And not literal foundation, like, oh my God. It's, just a play it's not a color match, yeah, but yeah. like your foundation you as in like that, your spirit. Like, like, oh, 
maniacal for your makeup. <laughs> but no. <laughs> but a lot of times, a lot of times, like that whole exterior, like let me change my exterior. Let me change, like, oh, I don't mm-hmm. got no. I'm not getting no niggas because I ain't got no ass. Let me go get a BBL mm. and a fucking lipo and blah, 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 mm. blah. Now I got this mm. exterior that looks good, but I'm still the insecure, emotionally unavailable person on the inside. Yeah. Think the about- core, the foundation is still mm-hmm. rocky, shaky. I hear a lot of people talking about like shadow work recently, then talking about healing the inner child. And also I think recognizing that there are different phases of yourself, whether it's the inner child, inner teen, inner young adult, but things that have just transpired over your entire life mm-hmm. obviously have shaped you to be who you are and how you respond to what's around you. We mm-hmm. always need to remember that. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and mm. another thing, mm-hmm. he brought up Jada Pinkett, but you know, we ain't got, we ain't got much to say on her. <laughs> we ain't got... When she, wait, say, when uh-huh. did she talk to Gail King? She talked. Was um, that about like the the court case? I think I believe so. Oh, I must have missed that. That was a while back. That was a while back. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> but then like making me look like a clown, putting me in situations that I don't even know that are uncomfortable. Mm. More lies from the lips of a lover. Because sometimes. <laughs> I was about to read what I I know you were. Sometimes, (laughs) sometimes the people who you think Mm. love you the most, do this the most, be the ones that be lying. And what what is the reason? What's that that people been saying? What what Cardi say? What was the reason? What was the reason? What was the reason? Uh, What is it? Damn, what is it that people been saying? Like that post that you may have shared. It was like, ugh. It was like you lying to me like we together. I don't care. I don't give a fuck. But also, why are you lying to begin with? Facts. Because then your lies are going to start catching up with you. You're going to be out here looking fucking dumb. And I'm going to sit here and look at you and be like, you dumb bitch. I, honestly, I just think it's really hard to live a double life. Very. Triple, quadruple, however many split lives or whatever you're you're living like. Bro, it's hard enough to be one person and live through one experience, and now I'm like you're lying. Whether it's like you portraying yourself to be someone else, mm-hmm. or you stuff that you doing, to, and I, like what? I I, I just truly don't, don't be understanding or not. I understand it, but I just don't get how people have the time, the energy, the mental capacity to be like in full blown you know how people a man will be like oh yeah i i ended up getting married to this new girl but he really has a whole secret family how you i would have been mixing up birthdays i would have been missing up mixing up anniversaries Mm. i would have been mixing up all the information Mm. all of it i think also something that really pisses me off is like like (laughs) Like when it, it's just like not I want to say uncalled for is not the word, but just like you just people just be out here like minding their business and then you pop back up. Starting shit. And it's like, Brian ain't even say nothing to you. I was living this my best life. You. I was living my best life over here. Like what? But I feel like people do that when 
And not, I'm not saying that the Megan and party, I'm not saying this is why she did it or whatever, but I feel like people in the normal world, like people in our status, like, you mm. know, regular, regular people, I feel like exes and other people come back into their life when they see that they're doing good in life to try to fuck some shit up or just try to come back in their life and see if they can just like, mm, let me just rock the boat a little bit. Like the joke's on you, baby, because I'm just a nice fucking person. I'm really gonna look at you like, what the fuck you want? Hey, how are you? Who are you? Well, that's what you do. Who is this? Huh? Who is this? Are you are you really asking me? <laughs> are you? Just- that's all I mean. Who is this? What? I'm confused. <laughs> was somebody okay? For instance, <clears throat> I mean, that's, I that's your response. Yeah. Like, who is this? Okay, because. Okay, that's what- because yeah, a lot kept, of the time, you kept saying it as if you were this? like asking who was I talking about or like no. what was I talking about. I was like what? You mean? No, because like people be it'll be like okay, I'm the type of person where I'll just randomly like if I'm in my photos or something, I'll just randomly like delete old stuff, mm-hmm. like old screenshots of like messages that I was sending to like somebody that was funny or some shit. Mm-hmm. So I'll be going through my messages, deleting stuff or not my messages, photos, deleting stuff. And sometimes I'll do a little spring. I call it my little spring cleaning or like season cleaning mm-hmm. in my contacts. Like if it's somebody that I ain't talked to in years mm-hmm. and I don't think I would ever talk to that person again. I'll go ahead and delete the number. Mm-hmm. Or if it's somebody that's yeah. like, not even that I, w- I don't think I would ever talk to again. Like, if it was somebody it's like I don't have that I was. To reach out to you. Yeah. Or somebody that's like, oh, maybe a guy that I like matched with on a dating app. We hung out one time, you know, didn't really go anywhere from there. Mm-hmm. Okay. After like a couple months, if we haven't kept consistent communication, okay, then I'm just going to delete the number. So I'd be going through like my little cleaning phase or whatever. I went through one recently and I had this one this one person that randomly just popped up in my phone with a picture. I'm not gonna say what the picture was. Cause it was inappropriate. Yeah. And I was like, what the f- is this? What is that? I was like, I was like, who is this? They didn't respond. So I called and I was like, hello? And they were like, oh, I think I got the wrong number. I'm so sorry, blah, 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 blah. I said, okay, cool. Like, you know, maybe you should, like, not send stuff like that for the first, you know, whatever. And then they ended up, like, texting me, apologizing, whatever. And I was like, oh, I just didn't know if this was somebody that, like, I had matched with on a dating app and I had gave my number out and this was your way of texting me for the first time on my number and they were like oh no my name's blah 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 whatever whatever and I was like oh I don't really know who that is then they sent a picture and it was a fucking it was a nigga that was trying to scam like long story short he was just a scamming ass nigga and I was like why are you in my shit like I've heard a story I think I'm really sitting with the fact that so this whole time, like, he knew who you were, right? Right? I assume so. But <laughs> let me sit. Because as soon as. Like, what, what realistically, what were you hoping to get out of sending, like, a that type? Like, like I'm trying to understand. Oh, my God. Like, that looks so not. No, bitch. Yum. The fuck I'm going to do with that? Mm, yum, yum, yum. <laughs> yum, yum, yum. Mm, ice cream so good. Mm, ice cream so good. Like, what the fuck was I going to do with that? Huh? 
the fuck? Ooh, that was good. And I was just like, and it, the thing is, it's like, as soon as I said, oh, the scamming ass nigga, you knew exactly who the fuck I was <laughs> when I said that. Him. I said, oh, you the scamming ass nigga. He was like, he was like, bro, I ain't even scammed y'all. Like, your brother, blah, 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 blah. I said, <laughs> yeah. I, I said, so you knew who the fuck I was when you sent the picture. Now you're just playing games. Now you're playing. And now you need so to get then, So then I kind of just like, the conversation just ended. Like, I didn't block him at that point, but the conversation just ended. Maybe like a couple weeks later, he like messaged me again, but I had deleted the messages because, again, I didn't want a fucking picture of my phone and my messages, so I deleted it. About two weeks later, I get a message from the number again. I'm like, who is this? <laughs> and they're like, they well, were, they were like, they were like, you do this all the time. I was like, because obviously you're not more about you than do me. And I was like, because obviously your number's not saved. So who is it? And they said their name again. And I was like, you again? instantly blocked. I was like, why are you messaging me? Like, what? What is the reason? I'm so confused. Because you tried to lie. Tried to lie ah. about why you were scamming folk. And, and I'm just like, bro, get the fuck out of my face. I wonder just like, well, just like how you were mentioning, like if people come back, Jim talked to in a while, or, or just like, what? I just really don't understand where you're coming from. And then for some people, like, of course, people can be trying to be like intentionally like malicious, but mm-hmm. it's just like, I, I do like to see the good in people and, or I like to see the hurting people <laughs> as far as like understanding that whatever trauma they have or whatever problems or, or insecurities or whatever issues they have can cause them to behave in not the best ways. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, I still then, then struggle with understanding like their mindset mm-hmm. and just like the intentions behind it and i mean i'm wondering maybe that's a, a a question that i can ask myself then as far as like what has caused me to reach back out to people i think sometimes I, like, curiosity yeah curiosity killed the cat <laughs> baby satisfaction brought that bitch back what you never heard that part what did you say satisfaction brought that bitch back oh all right expeditiously revived have you not heard that before that's like the follow-up there probably is another one after that but that's where it stopped for me curiosity killed the cat but satisfaction brought it back mm, it had a ninth life baby it be a tenth life that's how good i am and you missing out period but with that how you were saying, um, damn, damn. Mm. Okay. The next part in the song, kind of close to the end, because I'm going to skip some other stuff, because we kind of already, like, talked about it or whatever. He was talking about, like, you did you first, and I just did me bigger. And by that, it was just saying, like, how, mm. and I'm not going to, like, go in depth, like, what he meant by it but just like in general it's like this whole like kind of like tit for tat type of thing like you hurt me so then Mm -hmm. again like how we said hurt people hurt people so it's like you hurt me or you did this to me so now i'm gonna go do that but i'm gonna do it worse have you ever did anybody tit for tat before is this thing on (laughs) i 
have Ooh. when I was Mm-mm. naive and but not to a point where like okay if somebody was doing some like real foul shit like I never went to the point like oh he's texting somebody let me go fuck another nigga like none of that like none of that um I feel like my tit for tats was like little simple tit for tat like nothing crazy it's like oh you want to subtweet something on Instagram or you want to sub post something on Instagram okay I'm gonna sub post something but my shit gonna be crazier like it was like that it won't like a, oh you talk to these people now i'm gonna go fuck somebody type shit like it was never that <laughs> never that i feel like the most tip or tat that i've done has just been posting on an instagram story yeah. but then sometimes like i feel like the other person that it may it may have been meant for they won't gonna see it but it was just how i felt yeah Sometimes I might put in the close friends. But then it's like, it's also. <laughs> <laughs> this had to be like, ooh. Oh, oh God. Like, yeah. It's, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like when you do that, the tip for tat, when it <laughs> comes into. Like, oh, he texted somebody, so I'm going to go fuck somebody. I feel like then that's bringing in a third party that you are hurting that person as well. Because it's like you're not fucking that person because you want to. Or you're not fucking that person because you have feelings for them. You're fucking that person as, like, revenge for what the other person did to you. So then you're kind of, like, leading that other person on, giving them false hope that, like, oh, they might fuck with me, blah, 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 blah. No, I'm really just fucking you because he pissed me off and I want to get back at him. Like, hmm. so again, hurt people are trying to hurt people. It's a fly. Mm-hmm. In the window, see you. Mm. I think also I was thinking just that how sometimes when you could try to do tiff or tat or even tiff or tat or even i won't say tiff or tat all the time (laughs) but also like the whether it's like the subliminal things or things where you are just being indirect about a situation or a person or whatever Mm -hmm. how sometimes they are interpreted by the wrong person Mm -hmm. causing a whole another scenario That may be its own situation, but now you mad because you thought I was subtweeting you and I was subtweeting somebody <laughs> and else. Your feelings now you hurt. ain't your fucking feelings because you knew you did some grimy ass <laughs> shit before. And yeah, you know I'm talking about you. If you listen to this fucking podcast, you know I'm fucking talking about you. You know who the fuck I'm talking about. He ain't even got shit to do with me, but he got everything to fucking do with you. Yeah, motherfucker, I'm talking to you. He knows that I'm talking what? to him. What are you talking about? The store. The store. This starts. The Stop st- it! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what the fuck I was talking about? I he better. He, the he better play with. <laughs> I'm just saying, he better play with somebody else and not you because I'm not playing. I walked the oh, dog. I'm, I'm about to slide out the chair like that woman. <laughs> oh, God. I will dog walk his ass. Oh, Don't play with me. Oh, shit. Don't play with me. <laughs> Cause when I feel like you play with a little bitch, you playing with me. And the thing is, I don't really be. I've, bro, if I hurt you, just let me know. Please, cause I didn't. So I can I do better. Do it. 
Maybe. So, so I can do better. So you can do better. But in that situation, you... But also... Based off what you said and what you... Your actions and any of that, like, it didn't seem like you did anything. I think I'd just be confused because... Like, because, of course, like, you have a right to respond to anything. Like, like feelings are feelings. They just are what they are. But I, 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 I like to think of myself as a very good person, you know? I try to be humble, you know? I try to be kind to everybody, so... So honestly, mm-hmm. if I have hurt someone, let me know. Because when I do, <laughs> baby, you're going to know. When it's intentional, like. You don't want that. And I and I, I don't recall doing that to anyone. Well, I'm not going to say anyone because do I? That's 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 one. I don't think I I don't think I intentionally tried to hurt somebody. No, nah, yeah, I don't think yeah. I did. I feel like mostly I've just, just have ended abruptly. And yeah, just like, or it might have like, just been whatever. like a situation like, oh, you did something fucked up, so now I'm gonna go better myself and I'm gonna move on, and now you're hurt because I moved on. But I didn't intentionally try to hurt you. I just moved on for myself. Look at you. Look at you. You're, you're looking? looking. Um. Why you gotta be so insecure? Oh, okay. When I did all I could do, but you be wanting more. Well, I was gonna say to wrap up this party song and Megan's situation on our pop culture subject. There's a lot of people out here in this world who. <clears throat> Feel like they have everything, but they're not happy. Because mm-hmm. that was something he said. You got everything, but you're not happy. Like, what does that say? What does that tell you? That's what, well, like, when people genuinely, like, when people literally say, like, money is not, doesn't bring happiness. Like, mm-hmm. some people would even say money is the root of all evil. But also, I think there's a thing, I don't know the specific definitions and whatnot, but. You're here, you will hear people comparing happiness to joy. Mm-hmm. So, and happiness is, is temporary, fleeting. Joy is a constant. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe in a sense, money can buy you happiness. Mm-hmm. But then again, that's temporary, fleeting. But joy, true joy that you feel down in your soul. Hmm. Baby, that's priceless. Hmm. Hmm. I think also, wait, what are you saying? Are you finished your thought? Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much, it says, like, happiness is a feeling based on circumstances. Joy is an attitude that defies circumstances. Mm. So, in that sense, also, like, you're choosing joy. So, how people are sometimes choosing peace is, like, in that situation, like, you are choosing to, to have joy even though everything around you is falling down, mm-hmm. you are choosing to to smile, to to continue to push forward, and that is not easy. It is not always easy choosing yourself. It's not always easy standing up for yourself, advocating for yourself, even if it's just you that you have to do that to. Sometimes, like when you hear people talking about like positive affirmations or whatnot, it's hard to even give yourself a positive affirmation sometimes, and. And, of course, then it's even harder to sometimes even hear it from other people when you are lacking that belief in yourself. Mm-hmm. 
And I think also when I look at the situation, the song that we've been dissecting today, um, I've just thought about like how that there's only so much that people can take. Mm-hmm. And that also, in another sense, there's only so much that people will choose to take. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people are just constantly beat down by the world and they're just in just a position where they they're just carrying the weight down. They're just low and down dusty. <laughs> but then there be then there are people who who are taking things but then they they look around they say wait a minute like i don't have to take this and then they choose to stand up for themselves mm-hmm. um but then also it, it, it goes further like when we look at the song it's like when does standing up for yourself cross the line or when does standing up for yourself hurt the other person and not because and i don't mean hurt them in a sense of they just feel some type of way because they see you doing good i mean when you have to demean belittle abuse hurt take steal from other people just to make yourself look good Mm -hmm. to make yourself quote unquote stand for yourself like that that's not acceptable yeah but you can advocate for yourself without tearing anyone down Mm -hmm. kind of like what i I don't know if i I said this earlier but just because someone is hurt by something doesn't mean that you did anything wrong Mm -hmm. of course you could have but Sometimes. they also could have been just hurt. Yeah. Like how we said, like at the very beginning, because <clears throat> you spoke your truth, you were honest about something mm-hmm. and it made them reflect and be like, damn, I did that. Yeah. And now they're hurt. Mm-hmm. Like, or now they're triggered because they don't realize what it is that you're speaking to within them, but they know it's something that they, that they have a fear of acknowledging or that they have a fear of even finding out. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I'll I'll leave you guys with this, that joy is a result of inner peace and satisfaction. The source of joy is within ourselves, has a moral attribute to it. Outcome is self-realization and supreme satisfaction and is more consistent or long lasting. Compared to your happiness, which is a result of an external force that brings satisfaction to us. Source of happiness is external has more of a materialistic attribute to it. The outcome may be mutual understanding, strengthening of our bonds with others, admiration, etc. And it's not that it's inconsistent or not that consistent since it typically depends on external force that brings that feeling to us. Mm. So like we always be saying, you have to have it within yourself, that joy, that peace, that sense of love. belonging love all of that like those are all inner things and that was a big topic of discussion within his song that mm. there was something that might be lacking within herself when it comes to loving herself her joy her peace all of that that mentally mental stability all of that within herself that although she's beautiful on the outside like he said but her soul and her spirit, in his words, is disgusting. But in our mm. words, we'll just say her soul and her spirit troubled. is not at peace. It's troubled. It's been through some trauma. Mm. There's been obstacles that it's not been healed yet. So I think also just as a reminder, because we're not going to be over here generalizing black women or generalizing <laughs> black men. This is universal. <clears throat> yeah. So just how it could be, this could happen for her. This could happen for either me or Tiffany. This is has a, but <laughs> this could <laughs> it happen, can happen for, for like vice versa. Like the whole anybody. Uh, the, the script could have been flipped. 
So roles could have been reversed. So all of us can be hurt. All of us can experience trauma or inflict it. Mm -hmm. So just being aware. Make the choice that... Just Treat everybody with fucking respect. Period. Bitches. Don't be a bitch. Say it with your chest. Can I say one more thing? Go ahead. I'm tired <laughs> of people like... Y'all ever just have someone who just like... They just don't say what they what they really... They beat around the bush. Yeah. And I mean, sometimes I know I do that. But I'm trying to get better of it. But it's just like... Sometimes I also feel like I can only go off of what you go off of. Mm-hmm. Or like what you give. I can only respond to what you're giving me. And if you're giving me nothing. Then what am I supposed to give you? Yeah. Consistency. We had this talk earlier this yeah. week. <laughs> Who was we talking about? Oh, I don't remember. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but just like when when we are doing these actions, and this is also something that I am practicing within my own life. So it's not that we're saying these things like as far as we're like telling other people, oh, you should do this, you should do that. These are things that also that as we continue to grow in our lives and our relationships and just our experiences that we also are going to be trying to apply for ourselves as well. And I think moving forward, like I am just I've started to already like I am just being more intentional with what I say, um, being more mindful, being more direct with what I want to say or with how people are coming at me whether it's like nonchalant or something rough or coming with like a lack of conversation, but just like, let us just be advocates for ourselves and just like put ourselves in situations or stay in situations that we could positively contribute to ourselves. Like we do ourselves a disservice when we're saying, when we're staying in something or staying involved with involved with someone who cannot hold a conversation or do the bare minimum. The mm. bare minimum. Mm. But, you know, go with grace. Hmm. Um, stay healthy. Stay hydrated. And know Get this money. That, that you're worth more. Than a motherfucking voice note. Period. Than a, than a, mm, never mind. <laughs> Cut it. Mine. <laughs> 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 <